Today on Criminal Minds, we talk about prison, acid, and alpha males. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to After Buzz TV. We are here doing the Criminal Minds. After Show, Season 12, Episode 15, called Alpha Males. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter, at Serafini TV. We're down a panelist today, but we, we still are. have... We just, she dropped out, and it wasn't acid. She's okay. <laughs> it's not acid. Yeah, we have Chris Howard. I'm uh, Reach me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter, as well as Instagram. And here we are. Here we are. What, what were your quick thoughts of Alpha Male? A lot of heavy things in this episode. Yeah, I dug it. I like the heaviness. Uh, I've been saying for a while that I thought that they should leave Spencer in prison. I thought this was awesome. Having no. It was just neat. It was gritty. It was real. Even the acid in the face, that whole thing was really gritty as well. Yeah. So I like the whole thing. Let's get to the acid part. We'll definitely get to read, yeah. but uh, we'll, we'll get to the main case of this episode. Um, very intense, and this is not the first episode of Criminal Minds to deal with any form of acid, so, but this is kind of a newer version of how they dealt with right. acid and their victims. So we get the case that's presented to us. One week ago, we had Harley McCaffrey and Simon Wells, and it, apparently there was a guy who ran up to them and shouted something in Latin, which is, et disperdum elude. Wow, listen to you. You're, I'm just shocked at your language skills. Uh, uh, they're really improving. Nah, but thanks. <laughs> I don't speak Latin, so I probably completely butchered that. But sprays the acid in their faces. Right. They get hospitalized. And now this happens. This is not, uh, you know, I was threatened with acid in my face once. Seriously, you? yeah, oh. I, I, it didn't happen. I mean, that's why I look like this. No, <laughs> but I, I never had. They didn't ruin their money maker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was kind of disturbing, especially when they were watching the security footage and how fast it went, and they couldn't tell if it was a man or a female, right? Or, or like, and like at night in darkness, because whoever it was was wearing a hat, and yeah, it was dark, and yeah, and even the victimology pool, it's. The, the looks of each person is like completely different and mm-hmm. seemingly unrelated We're to each other. We're not finding the connections, yeah. There's no connection, which they always try to find the similarities between these people. But that was already a week ago. We had the new case and the new people with Colton Davis and Neela Travers. Colton left the bar. He was partially blinded by the acid. Um, and Neela uh, left the gym, but, uh, and she was affected in the face neck and chest yeah what was weird was was what was weird was how they were uh was it a nurse that was talking or it was a doctor um female doctor who was talking about the effects of the acid and the fat and just how how it burns and corrodes literally burns away the layers of skin fat and bones and even anila it was like deteriorating her bones is that sulfuric nasty nasty stuff yeah oh my goodness like just thinking about it and we saw this security footage of them like actually being intact it was just it's a scary notion yeah 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 so again with so now these four victims they still can't figure out like what's the connection between did you have any inkling of what was happening well i mean it started to they you know they started to kind of 
uh, zoom in on people that were there was some something that had to do with romance, something that had to do with people kissing, something that had to do. So you're mm-hmm. kind of getting the little clues as to what it was, but it was hard to you know it was hard to make out exactly what it was. But it, it seemed to have something to do with love or emotion. Or I, at first, I thought maybe because they were displaying affection in public, uh, it was somebody uh-huh. from another religion or something that wanted to suppress that. See, these, um, I, I didn't really pick it up the f- at first because these four f- victims they they were we all didn't see singling, as much of that they were single they weren't really with right. each other until the next group of victims which we the next couple was actually you know a couple together right but yeah we had uh, David Turner and Brandy Moore in the park in broad mm. daylight not at nighttime this right. time someone running up to them spraying it in their face. But he, and he was well it was kind of I picked it up a little bit in the way that he was kind of uh, casing people or just watching them and stalking them and creeper saw a little bit there yeah creeper yeah uh, and then uh, so it became more and more obvious there but yeah the the victims in the park then he, he gets both of them at once um nasty mm. I mean that's what's that could like you could imagine being in their place you're about to kiss or so there's something that's you're having this romantic connection and just then you get blinded and corroded your face away both of you that's got to screw up your ideas around romance and love um, and well, yeah. maybe not your day ideas of romance but just like the the, the mentality of the unsub and how he sees yeah. people and couples actually dis- with PDAs, public displays of affection. Yeah, but what if you're in their position? What's it's it's just going to mess you up for life. It's well, I mean, obviously physically, physically yeah, them. but, but psychologically was, and that yeah. was the point. Yeah, of the unsub, he would attack these victims to physically and mentally mess with them because right. he himself wanted them to feel that anguish that he was feeling. Right. Which right. was interesting. What did what did you, you think, think of about this that concept profile? Yeah, um, yeah. When they're profiling the unsub, uh, he was using highly concentrated nitrate acid, which is the scary thing is it's readily available everywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, and there are thirty five thousand plus videos just online and how to make it. Telling you how to make it. Yeah, um, I, I mean that was interesting. I I found that. I thought it was a little over the top with uh, how he interacted with this community and some of the the manifesto that he wrote and stuff. I suppose that if somebody's whacked out enough to go spray acid in somebody's face, that maybe they would be that extreme in their views and stuff. But because uh, I, you know, I know uh, of people that do those pickup sleazy type things. You know, I've, I've mm-hmm. met people like that before, um, and I've never met anybody with those types of extreme views. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe it exists out there. Very extreme, you know, which mm. was, the I think, more the surprising thing while we're learning more about the unsub, that it's out of rage, jealousy, and revenge towards these people only because of his personal rejection from uh, from other women, from sexual rejection, and the physical rejection as well on his behalf. Right. I, I I have sexual rejection, but it's when I reject myself, and that's horrible. <laughs> ah, that's a joke. Um, goodness. But, um, oh goodness, where are we going to go with that? Uh, yeah, no, it was really interesting. I, at one point, I also thought that maybe it was um, somebody. It was just like you know those knockout games where people just come and 
punch people in the face, okay, almost yeah. like gang-related activity or something. And they're, you know, it's like a, a rite of passage. I thought maybe it was just that kind of senseless crime, but Ooh. apparently not. I didn't think that. Either. No, you didn't. Like I'm not a gamer, so that kind of like goes over my head. All right. <laughs> but I, I didn't really expect it. I mean, everything about this unsub I thought was actually pretty fascinating. Now having watched like 12 seasons of unsubs, right. I, I kind of kind of pick up like yeah, what unsubs can you're do. All over but it, I didn't yeah. really expect this one to be a narcissist extreme narcissist no i didn't either to the point where he he thinks of himself too superior that he's already degrading other people that was even lower than what they already that's the problem with that type of thinking anyway that somebody's superior to another person whenever you're doing that you're you're gonna have big highs and then you're gonna have low lows because you, you either think you're it's really all about inferiority Mm-hmm. The person who feels superior to other people really has a big inferiority complex. Yeah. So, What did you think about this website that they found he was picking his victims from? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, what was it the called? Man- no Means Yes from the Manosphere. No Means Yes. From the Manosphere, which is basically an online universe that apparently does actually exist where it has the oppressive feminist culture. Right. That, you know, like I said, I've met people like that. I've run into people that play, the, you know, do the game and stuff. Have you read that book, The Game? Um, mm, no. It's all about. It's all for players, like guys that want to pick up women and that pick, pick oh, up stuff. Goodness. And so you're not reading. I'm it. not sure if I want to. Ah, it. Yeah, no, it's all. It's it's pretty slimy, sleazy stuff. Mm, um, there, in terms of the way they think about their mindset, there's there's parts that's like okay, that's useful, but they really are demeaning toward women and stuff. And it's um, uh, and I've I've met people out there like that. I know people like that. I know people who do that. Uh, so it wasn't so original to me, but it was a little bit more on the extreme edge. I hadn't heard of anybody talking at that extreme. They still shocked me with their conversation and stuff. But oh yeah, it, it was just scared because I mean I was kind of curious to just to look it up, but I didn't want to go oh, <laughs> that far down uh, into the rabbit hole. But I, oh, I just to see if it really exists. Or yeah, yeah, but apparently it does. But I believe them. <laughs> if it does, <laughs> I, it has to stem from some truth. Yeah. But the just the idea of the you know the oppressive feminist culture and how he targeted all these victims that physically they they looked you know um, gorgeous they they were like really well. Physical, beautiful built, people, beautiful, uh, nice, yeah. successful people. Right. And it's not just the physical, but they it's were also air, successful the way they, yeah. and their job positions that they, they hold themselves. Yeah. Know. Um, so, like he had, he targeted those people to make himself even feel better. Right. You would have been the perfect target. Oh, God, no, uh, thanks. Yeah. But no. um, that's scary to think. I, I, might be I was honest. just saying, I you're beautiful, so Marissa. Whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but moving on. Right. <laughs> the, but the yeah, he wanted to inflict maximum pain for physical, emotional, and psychological emotional, yeah. to both sexes, and it wasn't just female; it was men in general. Because that, I think they that were, was interesting. They were more surrogates. Oh, hello! They were more <laughs> surrogates for himself, really. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird, um, but it was interesting that he went for both men and women because that's that's really unusual. Yeah. He wanted to inflict and make them feel unwanted, ugly, self-loathing as he did. Right. Bring them down to his level. Which, once again, if he's that's that's like going back from superiority to self-loathing. You know, it's like one leads to the other. Yeah, the the extremes lead to each other. It's like a a bipolar person. So the manic highs and then lows. You know. Yeah. What did you think of now when we find out who the actual unsub was, Alan Crawford, and the fact that he worked for. The um, Tyrell 
chemical, chemical company. place. Yeah. That's how he was getting the acid. Um, but he, in his manifesto, 118-page manifesto, right. just his extreme view of what he was planning on doing to everybody yeah power sprayer well i mean i guess you know they write those things when you hear about the columbine high school and stuff they shoot it up like there's people oftentimes these people write letters or notes and manifestos and pictures out into the online world now right yeah so uh yeah it was pretty realistic on that front and he he looked like the perfect guy to do something like this um you know, you, you wouldn't expect it. Uh, he, he's totally unassuming. He's got the glasses and just kind of, uh, he's kind of a wallflower, really. But Yeah, he, he seemed like a normal, average person and right. like just another face in the crowd. But he's enraged inside. Totally enraged. Yeah. Uh, this is the power sprayer. It's like, oh. He, and we found out that he was tracking these victims, not only from the manosphere, but also single events right. in the area. Well, that makes you feel really good about going to a singles event. I, <laughs> I don't go to singles events. Oh, you don't? So that's probably good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was another way he was picking his victims as well. Right. But what did you think about the... "Quote unquote takedown." It was it wasn't really a takedown. It was a I thought it was fantastic. Um, the uh, and what's the character's name again? That uh, we had Walker. Walker was he the one sitting with him? Yeah. yeah, he did a great job. That was fantastic. You know, because you can imagine it going just like that. And it takes uh, cojones. It takes. Uh, uh, you know, some guts and gusto. To be, yeah, gusto. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. To sit with somebody next to you that's got acid in their hand that could very well spray it in your face. Yeah. And have a conversation with them like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tough conversation. I liked the conversation. Um, yeah, it was interesting. And we haven't really seen Walker do much seen in that side take and like takedowns. I don't really think he's the physical kind of. He's right. not the 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 brute strength of that team obviously he's more the mental but he's he's, the mental lets him know when something's coming he sees the cues he stops Mm -hmm. him stops him that's uh that was pretty cool yeah i i liked it though because it it gave him something to Mm -hmm. do especially in this and we kind of saw his skills and i the way he was talking to him like uh trying to be buddy buddy with the unsub and try to create rapport yeah, and you know, like get to that level of understanding. It's like, man, I feel you. But, right. and like, but it's a degrading viewpoint on women, on just society right. in general, and how this unsub thought of these people. So, the, um, so he entered into his model of the world, became like him. It's kind of that chameleon thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he, uh, what did he say? Uh, it, it just he, he showed almost empathy and understanding for those viewpoints which opened the doorway for a conversation. Um, I loved I loved how they did that. So it was it was smart and clever writing on, on the part of the writers. Um, and they also had uh, some good use of just pacing and leading in, in that type of communication. Yeah. And one of the, I think the interesting thing is, like, we didn't really physically see it. They just right. kind of cut away, and we can, as an audience member, we can just, like, yeah, they got him. Right. Yeah. Oh, they kind of crowded in, and <laughs> that's it. They yeah. all surrounded it's him. Over, it's like, buddy. you have too many gun, trained right. guns on you right now. <laughs> Don't even try. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's good. It was simple. It was clean. Yep. Despite what we just Easy. witnessed, what he did to especially, the uh, four other victims. Especially in a crowded place, crowded nightclub like that, to be oh able to do goodness. it without uh, without too much fuss. That's good. Yeah. Um, I didn't like this George Cunningham also, who, was, so, who wasn't attacked, but he was about to meet Melinda, who was the last mm. victim. 
but his viewpoint on men, oh, thinking right, right, that right, he right, could yeah. have been the unsub. Yeah, it took me a second to, oh yeah, George Cunningham. Yeah, he was part of the no means yes, right. he's commenting, be strong, learn game, get laid, don't trust women. Yeah. Well, that, that truly like, is what, what they have, that's what they put on those sites. What a D-bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say. But the, the new word that I never really heard of, incels, involuntary celibates. Um, oh, I've never heard of that either. I think yeah. I've been that for the past year. <laughs> <laughs> but it... It was George Cunningham finally finding a woman that those two couples actually set the unsub off. Right. She wouldn't really think that. He kind of triggered it. Yeah. I mean, he's just, uh, he's out to get anybody he can, and I I see it. Yeah. Easy takedown. Yeah. Easy talk down, more so. I liked it. Yeah. It was clean. No one else died. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's the way, that's the way it should be done. Clean, take it down, take him out, and. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, okay, let's get to Reed. Reed is in yes. prison. Yes. Pro- okay. First of all, at the beginning of the episode, he was transferred to the Milburn Correctional Maximum Security, a federal prison. Apparently, he's not supposed to be there. Something happened. He got transferred to an actual federal prison. Right. What were your thoughts of like the how he, you know, first landed there and the first people that he interacted with and like put everything on edge i didn't quite understand it because they had pulled him out with the uh, there were three guys that stood forward him and two others and he was supposed to go off with the two others and the guard comes out and says no you get back in the line mm-hmm. i th- the two others that walked off looked like they were bad guys they went they looked like they were going to a tougher place than everybody else um, well, i don't so know i, I think confused. they they i think they might have gone to, to a lower, a better place. Yeah, I thought they were going to, to a tougher the, place just by the, their look. They uh, looked like more beasts, you know. So, look like boy, those guys did something wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 well, he's not, obviously he's not supposed to be there in the right. first place. And we keep saying that he's innocent. I still believe that. Um, unfortunately, we didn't really see much about, you know. His trial is in, what, they said three months, so maybe at the end of the season, like the finale episode, we might actually We'll get, get to see the trial. Yeah. If we're going into, like, real time right. watching. Which will be, that's fantastic. If we get to watch the rest of the season with him in prison. I mean, that's there's this whole unfolding of this other world, which, I mean, there were times where I was going, how the hell is he going to do it? Yeah, uh, how's I want to see him in that? prison how's for it? the next seven episodes that we have. Uh, it'll be fantastic. It'll be good. It, it adds to your character. <laughs> sure. 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 No, I don't like it. But um, I, w- I was put, uh, like, it was uneasy to watch him, especially the first night in prison when he has all these other guys that go up to him. That was intimidating. Yeah. I, w- I was scared for his life. Yeah, because you got to think, what, what are your you, thoughts? Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, it's... You know, that, that's the tough part. It does even if you can take care of yourself, there's still three of them there, and they're you know that's uh, very very scary, but also very real. I like the realistic aspect of it because you can imagine just exactly that happening. Mm-hmm. It went down exactly how you think it might go down. Yeah, you know? and the fact that like even during the day on the first day, he someone took his stuff and he had to just like stand his place. It's like no, that's mine. He went to go get it. That already set off a few. Things he handled it really with other well. People. He handled that really well. Just yeah. say, oh, I think I'm going to take it now. <laughs> I think that might bite him later. Yeah, but I, I like the way he handled it. Uh, I don't think he was expecting what he got in return for it. But uh, I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this Calvin Shaw that he befriends in prison? I, total shock, totally unexpected, and uh, you know, a hundred percent in his favor. Uh, like that guy saved his 
ass. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because he was going to... God knows what they were going to do. I can imagine a few things that they were going to do if uh, Calvin didn't walk in. I think it's good that Reed has someone he can trust in yeah. this prison. Or someone to... Or just someone to... And it's not just someone. It's somebody that's got... Yeah, power. watch his back. Yeah. Like he has power. He has rapport. He apparently worked at the Bureau in Detroit in 2005. But he killed his criminal informant, Elena Olegnova. Right. But the thing is, this Calvin Shaw, he's actually innocent. Er, like, sorry. He's actually he's guilty. guilty. Yeah, he did he, it. he has admitted it, and he takes complete fault in it, where Reed isn't fully guilty guilty right he's not even guilty i think we he, think right? yeah we're led to believe that he's guilty right or but we still well like we still believe he's innocent we believe though, he's innocent yeah but the other guy is guilty it's weird how calvin says that somehow that's going to equate with how reed's accepted mm-hmm. so and he's telling him you know you haven't fully accepted this yet maybe you need to accept it so that you can be accepted here yeah. and that's weird it's a, he's gonna have that's a crisis of conscience completely Mentally twisted. Yeah, where he has to admit to a crime in order to survive. Yeah, admit to his faults just to like get by in this prison. Right. Because if you do something wrong and you know you did you get it, street cred. They, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's like it just builds your street cred. You were gonna say street cred? Yeah, I was and gonna I say, say street cred. It's, <laughs> it's like it's gaining that re- respect <laughs> yeah, from respect. the other inmates. Yeah. If they know that you you're also guilty. Right. Like, you, you had that in common. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, there's a whole code, you know, and you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fit in somehow. And, yeah, no, I felt for him. It was uh, interesting to see. I didn't know how it was going to go down. I didn't know how he was going to make it through. Because, like I said before, he's a pretty guy. You know, he's, mm, he's yeah. aesthetically pleasing. And in prison, they're in prison for life, many of them. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, they start acting out. They start, you know, there's uh, there's weird stuff that goes on there, you know. Did you know statistically people who are physically more attractive t- tend to do less prison time? Really? Yeah. Well, but, oh, they get out earlier? They, get, or? they tend to get parole faster than those wow. who aren't. Wow! So they'd like book That's, they'd like book you, and they'd let you right out. They'd say, "Hey, no. cutie, you don't have to go in at all." <laughs> That's a fact because that was mentioned on a previous episode of Criminal Minds. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Now I was trying to figure out: does it mean that they never get put in prison just because? No, they, not never, but or, statistically, or statistically people less. who are who are like physically, aesthetically more symmetrical, right, and have better physical features tend to do less time in right. prison. I wonder, but I'm wondering if it happens on the front end or it happens on the back end, like once they're inside. and, and yeah, We don't know. I don't know. Okay. But Criminal Minds told me yeah. that before. Shit, they'd lock so. me up for 100 years. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I feel like you can defend yourself because you know jiu-jitsu. Yeah, so. the, 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 at least they have that. But, but that's like, what I'm you saying. You can save your own back. Yeah, but even I say... But, my, <laughs> but there's three three dudes there with a with a shank, you know? It's like, wow, what are you going to do? Yeah, and the, I think the, the scary, twisted thing about this is they go up to Reed and they're like, and here were the minorities, the, yeah. being the Caucasians. Right. They're mm-hmm. the minorities. Mm-hmm. All physically yeah. taller than he uh, is. I'm like, yeah, I was going, get in with build. the blacks, dude. Even before Calvin came up, it's like, that's the side to go to. Don't, right, uh, no, don't, just stick next to Calvin Shaw. Because it seems like Calvin also has the power to decide right. Reed's going to bunk next he's to like, me. Yeah, Calvin's like, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it's, I don't even think it's like a race. Well, it is for anymore. them inside there. For, for yeah. them, I mean, it might be for them, but like I didn't really see the race as an issue. We I thought yeah, it was just uh, the mental game that he has to just survive in this. Right. Yeah, but although, but it, but it does play a part if they're divided into two uh, groups, if they're the blacks and the whites, it's a, it, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that it happens that way. But he's going to have to play that game somehow, mm-hmm. and he's safer right now with the blacks for sure, with Calvin in there with his buddy. Um, but he probably would have been anyway if he could have made some sort of an alliance with them because they're bigger. Yeah, um, I think Calvin will be a good friend for Reed, especially um, lending books and playing chess. Those that's are the great. two things Reed loves. Right. Um, just in his leisure time, so I think he's like, the perfect person to be with in prison. Right. How funny is that? He's playing chess, and it, it, Reed doesn't even have to look at the board. He's like, I see it. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's so smart. Yeah. He's basically Bobby Fischer. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that part, but I also enjoyed how at the beginning of the episode they, we got the whole BAU team that worried about Reed, and even uh, Penelope Garcia. Is this like, is her episode for this him. Is, <laughs> this is a schedule. We're all going to visit him. We're all going to write letters to him. They do her character really consistently, don't they? Oh, so great. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The the contact schedule board right. <laughs> for visitation schedules, <laughs> and and they're like, why do you go first? Because I made the chart. <laughs> I, I thought she was going to get in trouble for a while. I like it's like too much, you know. No, but no. It, it's so true to her character, and like so, I didn't. That didn't bother me whatsoever, yeah. and I loved how Prentice was like, "We'll get through this, and so will Reed." Do you think? All right, I think. Anything else about this episode? No, I thought it was great. I liked. I liked the grittiness. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. All right, so that takes us to predictions. Yes, it does. After Buzz TV predictions. Predictions. All right. Do you think Reed will be in prison for the remainder of the season, or do you think he'll get out faster? He'll be in for the remainder of the season is what? my hope. Is my hope. And yeah. my prediction. I don't, I don't <laughs> because, I mean, even one one episode of him in prison like is, is hard to watch. I can't imagine... We're on episode fifteen. I can't imagine like seven more episodes right. of him in prison. Yeah, I can. I mean, there's just there's also. I mean, they do whole television series in prison. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch. <laughs> I don't watch those shows. Uh, okay. But do you think Scratch will reappear and also do I don't know something else that will keep? Or I think that was another question. Mine. Do you think Scratch was the one who? made that last-minute choice for Reed to, to go him. to the federal prison. Yeah, it's really interesting because like it's... Like, he messed um, with the... There's, it seemed like an internal police code or something, because... Uh, but he, the only police he messed with were the Mexican police, right? So it wasn't the U.S. police. Well, we don't so, know. Unless it was Scratch that was pulling strings, right? We know Scratch has the ability to... Uh, with tech technological abilities uh-huh. he can hack things he can he has a hacking ability he right. has ways to manipulate people's identities documents and stuff right i think also scratch mess with reed's documents to get him to yeah, this prison because they said at the beginning of the episode he's not supposed to be there yeah it was or weird. like this particular facility he's right. not supposed to be there yeah so something happened and i think scratch interfered mm mess with Reed's documents, so he goes and winds up to this particular prison. Yeah. We even had that security guard who's like, do you recognize any of these people? Yeah, the security guard was uh, kind of a like, mean... good chances you put some of them away. Yeah, and he wasn't... Like, you would think that there would be camaraderie between uh, law enforcement, but not at all there. No. I yeah. think Scratch was behind this yeah. prison transfer. There you go. Be- I, only I, because, and I think in the future we'll see episodes of Reed actually 
facing some of the unsubs that he put away. Oh, that'd be interesting. In this particular See? prison. They could do so much. Which is, I mean, it kind of comes full circle if you think about it. Because right? the episode where the, there was the whole prison breakout with the previous serial killers in that one location. Like, they purposely went to that prison because it was filled with all these people that they put away. Right. And to force Reed to go to another prison that he's surrounded by all these people right. that he put away, I think it's just kind of poetic. That could be great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you. my prediction. Um, and I'll leave, b- before we leave, the, the last two quotes of this episode that oh, I yeah. loved at the beginning about the whole, of course, the episode title is called Alpha Male. But strong men, men who are truly role models, don't need to put down women to make themselves feel powerful. Michelle Obama. Yeah. Then at the end, one of the many lessons that you learn in prison is that things are what they are and will be what they will be by Oscar Wilde. Yeah. And, Acceptance. Uh, the last two factoids, uh, because I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this isn't the first time we've seen Criminal Minds deal with acid. Other episodes that dealt with acid was uh, episode Proof, season 7, episode 2, where the women had been sexually assaulted and blinded with sulfuric acid. And then Masterpiece, Season 4, Episode 8, where the victims were in a room wearing gas masks and being tortured by acid. Wow. Now I have to ask, did you have to look those up, or did you just know? I had. I remembered them. <laughs> I had to remember the exact titles. Okay. But Season 4, Episode 8, that uh, the unsub in that episode was Jason Alexander. Ah, <laughs> so go go back and watch that episode. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. In the meantime, where can everyone keep following you? Uh, follow me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter, Instagram. We'll see you there. And you can follow me on Twitter and everywhere else here at Afterbus TV at Serafini TV. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, rating, commenting. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. Michelle will be back. Obama. And Oh, Oh, Michelle Cullen. (laughs) Our panelist, Michelle, will be back. And thanks, everyone. We will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 